I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. And welcome back to Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. How you doing? I watched The Queen's Gambit and I binged it so quickly because it's so good. If you haven't seen that yet, you should definitely watch it because, oh my God, it's amazing. I love it. It made chess enjoyable. Not that it isn't normally, but like, I don't know. A show about chess doesn't seem too exciting until you start watching it and you're like, oh my god, this is so exciting. I also watched Jingle Jangle, which is a new Netflix movie, um, and it's incredible. It's an original musical. You should watch it. It's super inspiring and hopeful and kind of exactly what we all need right now, so you should definitely watch that too. I'm currently reading a book called The Secret History, which is by the Goldfinch author Donna Tartt. I love it. It's super old, actually. Well, old as in it came out the year that I was born. Ha <laughs> I just called myself old. Um, it's a great book, though. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, my, my best friend Sarah reads so many books. 
and I just kind of stalk her Goodreads so I can find good things to read because she only reads good things. So yeah, that's what I'm reading. What are you reading? You should uh, let me know. Let me know if I should watch anything, read anything. It's kind of all I'm doing right now. I'm trying to write a little bit, but that's about it. This week on the show, we have Mackenzie Moss. She is my youngest guest ever, and it was wonderful to have her on the show. You may know her from the hit TV show, The Unicorn, that is on CBS every Thursday night at 9.30. It was very fun to talk to her and kind of a flashback to my childhood years on set as well. So here's my conversation with Mackenzie Moss. Welcome to the show, Mackenzie! Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you. You are officially my youngest guest ever. Yay, I broke the the record here. You did. You did. (laughs) You are so young and you're on a hit series, which is amazing. Um, What got you into acting? Is it something that you were just, you popped out of the womb and you were like, I got to do this? You know, that's funny. Well, um, my parents were both slightly in the, you know, they're in the, in the industry. My dad, you know, he, he, um, is a director and a writer. So they never really thought of putting me in it, but then I just love the camera, you know, and he did a little like home video. And I, was like, All of it. I found the cameras everywhere. And then my older sister actually wanted to act. So she was like, I want to, I want to do commercials and I want to audition. So I just like followed her lead and, you know, we both kind of audition and then the first audition I went into I booked so it just kind of happened from there you know and it just just happened you know (laughs) it's exciting I I was a child actor as well and I remember being on set and absolutely loving it as a kid it's so much fun oh yeah I have so much I started when I was maybe four years old I started in my dad's movie when I was like three I was in like the ending Mm. like credit video they had like a <laughs> and then I like loved it and then I'm like oh yeah we'll like audition her whatever I'll audition and I had I had so much fun on my I did my first commercial was Mots for Tots commercial and it Cute. I didn't really have any lines I mean I was just kind of improving like they're like stuff that I like I was improving you know but I had so much fun I was like doing cartwheels everywhere it was like being like in a candy store I swear it was like my favorite thing ever that's so cute. I remember I did a, a Pound Puppies commercial. I don't even know if Pound Puppies exist anymore. But I remember doing a Pound Puppies commercial when I was very young as well. And it was just the best. Um, I want to talk to you because because I've never had somebody on the show this young. I want to talk to you about doing school on set because I remember it being such an interesting experience. And I want to know kind of how that is for you growing up. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So I was never homeschooled actually until I booked the show because I was usually a movie I did movies so I just mm. I stopped doing commercials maybe when I was like eight I was so over it like the long hours like, <laughs> you know so we dropped commercials and then I just auditioned for movies and tv shows but I only booked movies so I never had to be homeschooled I my school worked with me that I went to you know and I just went for a couple yeah. months and back but when I booked the series I had to be homeschooled because every school I applied to wouldn't take me because I wouldn't be there at school and they wouldn't work with me. So mm-hmm. that's when we resorted to homeschool. And then I've always had a set teacher on set, you know, but this time it's so yeah. different because he is my teacher. It's not just like a temporary thing. And then I come back and I have a normal school experience, you know, so this time it's different, but at least I have a couple kids around me. It's not because I'm right. 
never really worked with kids, which is funny. I've <laughs> worked with dogs or adults. <laughs> <laughs> dogs or adults. I love it. <laughs> well, I've done a few dog movies, but um, adults and I've always got along with adults. And that's how, I mean, so I got along with them. And then now that I'm working with kids, it's much more of like um, a kid-friendly experience, you know? So mm. I do school and I, I kind of have like, I mean, we have like a classroom and we do school. I, we're not in the same grade, me and Ruby. And then there's Devin also. He is also doing homeschool. We're all doing homeschool, but we're on different things, you know? So it's not like we could work on stuff together. But it's just right. so different um, because when we're on set, it's like when we have a 20-minute break, like, oh, let's go get a block and then let's go run a set then let's go back and forth. So it's definitely different because I have like two like two jobs. I have school and then I have like a, a job. Like, <laughs> a real job. <laughs> a real job that a 14-year-old usually is not doing. So it's definitely different for me than anyone else. That's that's interesting that you had been able to be in school while shooting all these movies. You mentioned that you were in uh, some dog films, Pup Star, which is yeah. so cute. Um, but it's interesting to me that you were able to stick into in regular school for that long because I remember I think I was like, well, actually, it must have been around your age when I finally had to to switch to homeschool. Um now, now that you are doing homeschool, are you going to try to get through school faster or are you just going to keep on course? Ooh, well, I think the advantage of doing homeschool is you can get ahead and you could finish early. So then if maybe I'll do a movie, hopefully over the summer, I wouldn't have to do or over like March or anything. I wouldn't have to do school. Right. Fun for me. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, I'd love to. Usually, I, I'm a few weeks ahead right now. I'm trying to get ahead. Um, I'm not, like, going to graduate at 16 or anything. Not yeah. crazy. But hopefully, I could finish a few months ahead or a few months ahead of everyone. Heck, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, tell me about the, the movies that you did for Netflix, the Pup Star movies, because dogs are the best things on this planet, and it had to have been so much fun working with them. Oh, my gosh. That was the best thing ever for me at my age too. I was, I think it started when I was like seven or eight, maybe I was like eight or not. I think I was nine actually. I was like nine to like 11 <laughs> or not like yeah. seven, like seven to like nine or 10 or something. Um, <laughs> it was, it was so fun working on that. I had, you know, there were adults and stuff, but the dogs were the best part because I also got to help like train the, the dogs too. Like I did. Oh my gosh tree you know I learned so much stuff and I have three dogs of my own and two of them were bought because of the movie because <laughs> I, was like, I want a dog like tiny in the movie I want to get the one exactly like her and then we did another one and then we bought another one it was oh no so that that movie basically made me dog obsessed got you so your parents are like you can never work with dogs again because we can't have any more dogs exactly yeah so if I do a dog movie it leads to a, a, a dog of my own basically <laughs> That's so much fun, though. I love dogs. They're my favorite things in the, on this planet. So I can't imagine working with dogs that much. It must be just fantastic. Oh, my gosh. It was the best experience ever. It was also, though, a little bit uh, distracting. Like, did you just want to sit there and cuddle the dogs? Because I think I'd just be in the corner cuddling them. Oh, my God. Yes. It was like, Mackenzie, we need you for school. You can't be sitting with the dogs all the time, like petting them. It's the, It was so fun. Also, like in between shots, the dogs are like, because, I mean, they're trained, but they're also dogs, you know, so yeah. they're going to sit there for hours. I have to go on their walks and their potty breaks, you know, and all that stuff. But it's like they're always sniffing or sometimes they run across like the set. <laughs> it's like it's so fun. It's like having 
they're like my a dog of my own because every time I went because we did four movies so every wow. time I went back the dogs like note like recognize my smell you know so they were so it's like having my little dogs of my own so it was like I was there be like Christmas morning every day yeah yeah exactly yeah (laughs) so many dogs oh my gosh so tell me about this show that you're on the unicorn because it's it's so good and I feel like it's one of the most grounded sitcoms that I've ever seen really it's it's so heartwarming and I feel like it's really real and you're fantastic in it. So tell me about how you got it, what it's like to work with Walton Goggins and how it is to be on set with so many adults all the time. Oh, I love it. Um, well, first the show is about Walton Goggins. He is Wade. I'm his, one of his two daughters. He is widowed and his friends are getting him back into the dating world and now dating with all the dating apps and especially at that age with um his children also and a life of his own so it's about that with the right amount of comedy and heartwarming stuff you know Mm -hmm. um also it's so fun I have like I have the best cast I mean I could never ask for anyone better it's so fun um I love teaching especially Rob and Michaela um slang like teenage slang yeah so I (laughs) teenage vocabulary oh god what kind of slang is that well I teach them you know the tiktok trends I teach Mm. them the tiktok dances so we do a few tiktok dances together (laughs) post a couple tiktoks you know it's um me and Michaela love I love teaching her dances you know we record them we have so much fun yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds so fun. I um I did a show with Rob when I was about your age too, and I can remember him being so funny. It was a very short-lived show called The Winner. We got canceled after six episodes or something ridiculous like that. Um, but he was fantastic, and I remember him being so great with the children on the set. Oh, he's the, he's great. He's so great to work with. He's hilarious. His like he's so quick to think of funny like ad libs at the end of the scene, you know, and gets everyone laughing he's so funny mm. what's it I have to ask what it's like to because now that you're in a second season you've kind of built this family at work what's it like to grow up in that setting because it is such a family setting when you're around these people so much yeah I think it ha we've gotten so close over the past year that we've known each other ever since we were you know, the first day on set, it already felt like my second, my set home, you know, Mm. everyone is so great. Um, and Ruby had, me and Ruby are so close. We're like set sisters. (laughs) And especially this year, since I'm growing up so quickly at this age, you know, 13, 15, you know, so on. So it's great growing with everyone and they're such great humans. It's great to learn from them, you know, at my age, since I'm still growing and stuff. So how did you get uh, this role? Because there must have been a long audition process. How what? How involved was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was funny because I was one of the last couple, like, runs of auditions. Because, you know, they audition a group of girls. Then if they don't like any of them, blah, blah, blah. You know, we do it in another group. So I was one of the last groups that they auditioned. And I was actually sleeping over at my friend's house. And my mom was like, oh, at, like, she had to pick me up early. I had to learn my lines in like an hour. I had to get mm. ready and run to my audition. Um, and I, there's two scenes apparently. I only rehearsed one. So <laughs> I walked in there like, oh, could you do the other scene? I'm like, what other scene? And oh, then, no. okay, well, I'm not coming back in for that since I forgot the other scene. They really <laughs> like me, but I forgot one of the scenes. So that's kind of a crucial part of the audition. 
but then I got called back in, you know, four auditions later, I did the testing, the chemistry read with Ruby, and I booked it, so. Wow. It was a pretty fast process because I auditioned a week before they were shooting. Oh my gosh, that's so fast. A week or two weeks maybe before. So it wow. was very quick and I was like, if I don't hear anything in the past three days, it's done. So <laughs> you're like, well, well, gotta go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I have to go. <laughs> that's, that's incredibly quick though. I mean, it must've made it a little easier too, just to know that it was so quick and you're not going to have this long drawn out process of wanting to cry. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> totally. It's, it's great. Cause I'm not just like hearing in a, like five months later, that kind that happens sometimes it's you get five months later, you get a call back, you know? Yeah. It's out of the blue. Like what? It's felt like a year ago since I auditioned for that. But <laughs> I, I mean, I heard back in like two days, which is great. So very quick. They must've instantly knew. I've actually, I've heard that many times when somebody walks into the room and you are the character, they just instantly know. Yeah, I mean, it happened when I met Ruby. I was like, oh, that well, that's her. Like, I, there's no one else that could be my sister on the show. It's her, you know? Wow. Tell me about, so you have a new movie coming out next year called Let Us In with Mackenzie Ziegler. Yeah. How was that? Is that kind of a horror-based movie? It kind of sounds thriller-ish. Yes, it is a sci-fi. And I actually got to work, it was my dad's movie, actually. So I got to work with my dad. And fun. I helped produce a little bit, which was so fun. Nice. So I got to really see, it was such a good learning experience for me um, because I got to see the behind the scenes and the casting and I could really see what goes on behind it because I just see it from, you know, the outside and I just auditioned and then I don't you hear back, but I get to see what happens in between. And I was there for some of the auditions and or some of the callbacks or whatever. So it was so fun doing that. And also being on set, that was the first time I actually shot with kids my age. That's oh, what, you know, dogs are adults. So that was my first thing before the unicorn, or I think it was in between the pilot and the seat, the first season. Mm. So it was really fun shooting with the girls. Um, Kenzie, Sienna, Seneca, all of those girls are the so great to work with. I had such, such a good time with them on set. It was so nice. So fun. Oh, you worked with it on your with your dad, which is so fun. I work with my mom a lot. How has that changed your relationship or has it helped you guys become closer how was it working with him yeah I think it was it's I mean I've worked with him a couple times when I was like little little and then now this is when we I was like um I was in almost every scene so we we you know it was professional obviously you know and I'd like dad at home, director on set, <laughs> but it was fun. Cause I know what, you know, this type of acting he likes and that stuff. So, and like, I personally know him. So it was easy for me to like gauge like my performance and it's good to know what he wants and stuff like that. So that's exciting. Do you think that you guys will work together again? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know what other movies he has planned. I literally don't know anything about his project. <laughs> I just know like maybe a month before he shoots them. So I don't, no, I mean, I'm, if I'm hopefully still working on the show for a couple more years, you know, I I think I'll just be focused on this. So. Yeah. So you talked about um, working behind the camera, too. Is that some somewhere that you'd like to explore more as you get older is working behind the camera and maybe even directing yourself one day? Yes, I think that would be so fun. I would love to be a director or a producer, maybe a writer. Um that would seem so fun. I'm all, I've always been so interested in it. And ever since I was little, I've always like, um, 
sat on the little camera operator chair and I've like, <laughs> you know, the camera and the camera angles. And it's always just been so fun to, you know, be a part of the process of it. Yeah. Instead of just executing, you know, the writing and stuff. So I think it would be so fun to direct. Yeah. You should. For other people. I don't know. But <laughs> I've always been a type of director girl, you know. So I've always thought from a director's, like, point of view sometimes. Right. Because um, it's when you're auditioning, it's good to think of everyone's point of view instead of just yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be fun. That would be super exciting. We need more women filmmakers, so you should definitely do it. Yes. <laughs> so on this show, I like to have actors tell me stories of um, funny auditions or bad auditions or something that they almost got that they didn't. Do you have a story that you'd like to share with everyone? Yes. Okay. I have, um, I don't think it was that funny. It was definitely a memorable audition. Ah, so, okay. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so I auditioned, well, I was in Steve Jobs. So when it got down to the final, like, there's maybe five auditions and it was like the fourth one. I think I was like nine or 10 and I had the flu. I had like 102 fever. Oh gosh. I felt like I was literally, I was green. Like I was so sick. And they're like, Oh, we want a director writer session. You to come in like tomorrow. And I was sick. So I went on the ride there. I was like sprawled out on the back of the the car, laying down with the with a bucket, like a. Oh gosh! And then I walked in. They made me do it like five times. I was like, "I'm going to throw up all over you." Make me do this one more time. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to get it." Obviously, I was like sick. I sounded sick. I looked sick. I was literally looked like I was going to throw up. I was just focused on not throwing up instead of my lines. I was like, "Oh, I totally blew it." And then, I mean, the next week we heard that I got it. So amazing. Good luck. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Just, just get really, really sick before an audition that you really want. For sure. Yeah. That'll <laughs> definitely get the part. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's good that you didn't hurl on all of them. Oh my gosh. That would have been a nightmare. That would have been a horror. That would have made it even worse. <laughs> Honestly, it probably would have been hysterical. <laughs> even more memorable. That's for sure. I love that. But you ended up booking it, which is great. Yes. Thank Thankfully. <laughs> How was working on that movie? Because that was a really great little movie. Oh my gosh. That was so fun. It was definitely a different process. We had, I think, two months or three months of rehearsal before mm. we shot. So it was just a room of me and the actors and it was so fun. It was I haven't done that before, and I was so young. Yeah, a big movie like that. So it was really fun doing that. I learned so many acting lessons from mm. that set. It was so fun. I had fun. It was shot in San Francisco, so I had fun exploring San Francisco, looking all Ooh. all of you know the Golden Gate Bridge, looking all yeah of, all of that stuff. It was so fun. It was like a, a trip and um working all in one. It didn't really feel like working <laughs> to me though because I was so young. It was just felt like playtime, you know, so fun. Right. That's it's interesting that they made you have that they made you do um, rehearsals like that. It's kind of like rehearsing a play. Yes, it it definitely was a play. And then there were a couple shots where it was just one long take, so they really needed to rehearse that. But they just wanted to make sure everything was perfect. Especially the director is very he knew what he wanted, you know, with that type yeah. of stuff. So. It was definitely quite the experience. Wow. Well, I am very excited to see what you do next, where your career goes. I think you have a great career ahead of you, and I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome thing to watch. Um, where can people follow you on social media? Ooh, 
follow me at Mackenzie Moss. M-A-K-E-N-Z-I-E. M-O-S-S. Moss on Instagram. And Twitter, I think it's Mackenzie underscore Moss or it's Mackenzie Moss something. I don't really know. Um, yeah, you, Instagram is usually where I post most. You know, follow me there. I'll post some stuff. <laughs> so. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody should watch The Unicorn Thursdays at 930 on CBS. And hopefully we'll have you back when you're a little bit older and have more stories. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again to Mackenzie for coming on the show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it now. Go ahead and give us some stars. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell, uh, I don't know, tell somebody else. And uh, tune in next week. I think I know who's going to be on, but I'm not going to say it on here just in case it's not the person who's going to be on. So, um, yeah, we'll see you then. And as always, thanks for coming in. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.